Luke chapter 19, beginning at verse 1, And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they had saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was going to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore unto him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, forasmuch as he is also is the son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And so that's reading the first ten verses of chapter 19, the book of Luke. <clears throat> just want to press my way to the Lord till he comes by. And uh, So if you study about this man Zacchaeus, it said he was the chief of the publicans. He was somebody that wouldn't get liked much. The publicans were the folks that took taxes from the Jewish people and gave that money to the Romans. And the Romans were the ones that occupied the, the land where Israel was. And they didn't care much for these men because they felt like they were taking their money and giving it to another nation. And so when they saw Zacchaeus coming, no doubt, they had anger and bitterness in their heart. And you pray for just a few minutes. And so he was a man that wasn't much cared for. And the Bible says that he sought to see Jesus who he was and he couldn't for the press because he was little of stature. And I've heard folks say, that, that meant that he was short and he couldn't see over the crowd that was there. He was thought very little of. But I'm here to tell you today, it don't matter what you've done. It don't matter where you've been. It don't matter how many times your name's been in the crime beat. Jesus loves you. Amen. He, went to, he went to Calvary for you and paid the price for your sins so that you don't have to die lost and undone without him. And so... Zacchaeus sought to see Jesus who he was. Have you heard his name? Have you heard about what all he can do, how he can heal the sick? <laughs> Have you heard about what he can do, how he can make the lame to walk, how he can make the blind to see? Have you heard about Jesus? Maybe you've heard of him, and you've come here today to see who he was. And he, he can heal the sick. He can make the lame to walk. He can make the blind to see. He can raise the dead. And he raised this little boy off Amen. an altar one night, Bill. Amen. He works miracles. And I wish that you would see him for who he was and what he could really do for your life. And so Zacchaeus came to see him who he was and wanted something. He had a desire down in his heart and had needed something in his life. Had a blank space. Had, had a hole in his heart that needed to be filled. And you may be here this morning and feel like you're all alone. You may be here this morning and feel like that nobody cares. 
I, I like the song that we sang, John. Oh, yes, he cares. I know he cares. His heart is touched with my grief. I'm glad Jesus, he said he'd be a friend that stick closer than a brother. He's one that'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. But he goes with us all the way, even to the end of the world. And I'm going farther than that with him, Bill. I'm going to live with him one day when this life is over. All right. He sought to see Jesus, who he was. Can you see him? Can you see what he did for you? Can, he, can you see his, your sins that he took all the way up Calvary's hill? Can you see the blood that poured out so that you could be redeemed? His blood, he didn't have to go, he didn't have to die, but he went because he loved you and me. And I'm here to tell you today, old preacher, that story is old. It's 2,000 plus years old. It's still relevant this day and age. Men are still sinners. And men still need salvation. And there is something beyond this life. You don't just live and die and go in the ground and that's it. Your soul will live on one day, either in heaven or in hell. Where is yours going to be? And if you want to do something about it, you need to see Jesus and see who He is. He sought to see Him, but He couldn't for the press. I don't know what's in your way. Only you do. Satan will give you every line under the sun to keep you from seeing who Jesus is. Uh -huh. Satan will give you every reason to stay in your seat. Satan will give you every excuse not to attend church. Satan will give you every thought that he can put in your mind to keep you doubting and keep you... Uh, he'll, he'll put all things around you. He'll set trouble all around you and he'll tell you you don't have time for that. You don't have time for church. You don't have time for Jesus. But you better make time because time is running out. You've got one more gray hair than you had yesterday. You've got one more wrinkle than you had the day before. You've got one more worry than you had yesterday. And before you know it, you'll be old, you'll be gray, your health will, be, will fail you like John was talking about earlier, and you won't be able to go to the house of God. So while it's white with harvest, while you've got time and you've got health Amen. and strength, while the Lord has blessed you with another day and graced you with this day for your eyes to open and your heart to beat, you better praise Him. The Bible said, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. He didn't leave you out. He included you. He wants you to lift your hands. He wants you to lift your voice. Well, preacher, I can't say. It says make a joyful noise. If there's joy in your heart, it don't matter what it sounds like to these. It sounds perfect to the prayer bells of heaven when you praise Him and lift up His name. Alright. To see who He was. Zacchaeus needed to see who He was. You need to see who he is. I know he's not thought much of in this day and age. I know this kind of preaching is not thought much of in this day and age. How do you know? Because it tells me right here. Amen. Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. He is despised. And rejected among men, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces with, from him. He is. What was his name? You want to see who he is? Let me tell you who he is. 
Moses found out who he was, didn't he? The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I want you to go deliver my people out of the hands of Pharaoh. And, and whenever Moses spoke with the Lord, he said, Who shall I tell them sent me? Well, they won't believe me if I go on my own. Did you know Satan fights God's men? He fights preachers just like he does you. Satan told Moses nobody would believe him. But we read about that same Moses saying who's on the Lord's side, don't we? Oh, he said, who shall I tell him sent me? And this was the Lord's reply. This is who he is. He said, tell him I am sent you. And this is my memorial to all generations. Preacher, that's an old, old story. And he still is today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Change of thought. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright morning star. He's Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He's the Prince of Peace. And most of all, he saved this boy whenever I was lost and undone without him. He is my Savior. And he'll be yours too if you'll trust in him. All right, to see who he is. But he couldn't for the press. <laughs> now, it won't be much longer. Zacchaeus needed something in order to see Jesus. He needed something. Long before Zacchaeus traveled that path, years before Zacchaeus ever thought about seeing Jesus, maybe when Zacchaeus was just a babe in his mother's womb before the thought of Zacchaeus was ever fully conceived the Lord made a way for Zacchaeus to see Jesus before you ever your heart ever started to beat and it's not been long been just a few years ago went down to Sue's house one day she called she was afraid to die and she didn't want to die in the shape that she was in But long before Sue got there, the Lord made a way for Sue to see Jesus. It might not have been the way she thought it would be, but it was what it took to get her saved. And the Lord thought of you long before you ever thought about asking Jesus to be your Savior. And the Lord thought of Zacchaeus, and he made a way so that Zacchaeus could see Jesus. And I read it in your hearing, there was a sycamore tree that was there for Zacchaeus. Here we said, and Barty mentioned earlier before we went to Sunday school about a Wednesday night, we just had five or six here. But the Lord has sustained. The Lord has provided. The Lord has seen you touch bottom's church out through all these years. And he made a way when you needed to when you needed to see Jesus. He planted this little church years and years and years ago. And when you needed a savior, you needed to see somebody that could pay the price for your sins. The Lord planted this church right here to grow and to bloom and to blossom and to be ready to lift you up so that you can see Jesus. A sycamore tree, that's a significant thing right there. It wasn't a pine. It wasn't a cedar. It don't matter how tall the cedar gets. If you get up to the top of it and you hit the top heavy, it'll go this way or it'll go that way. But not a sycamore. A sycamore has deep, deep roots. The wind's not going to blow it down. The storms can come. The rains can fall. 
But the sycamore is going to stand because it's got deep, deep roots. Now you think about my grandma lived right over here at the foot of the hill. They had a weeping willow tree. And I always thought it was one of the prettiest trees. But to see the roots of a tree, you don't ever see them, do you? They're below the ground. There's something you very seldom ever notice. This one of them makes their way out and, and it's laying along the ground. You happen to trip over it or run over it or something like that. You very seldom notice the roots. But without the roots, the tree would fall. Without the roots, the first storm that came up, the wind would blow it over. Without the roots, the first time the floods came and the rains came, the tree would fall, would fall away, would drift away, would be swept away with the floods and with the rains. But the roots held it stable, don't it? The roots keep it in the right place. The roots keep it where it needs to be. And you know what? The roots are stuck into this little old sycamore tree right here at Dutch Bottoms. All the rock. Oh, he said, on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, we've got some of the best deacons I've ever worked with as a pastor. And I'm sure there's been times they've not seen eye to eye. I'm sure there's been times that they couldn't agree on perfectly on every single thing. But they gave their ways up and trusted God and held steady on the rock. And the Lord prevailed. To set this little sycamore tree down at Dutch Bottoms so that you can see who Jesus is. Amen. It's got deep roots. You want to know what else is peculiar about the sycamore tree? The branches are low. And before I leave the roots, let me just relay this. Uh, you all know I'm a school teacher. When I taught at Del Rio, we used to read a story about the redwood trees. I've never seen them. I'd like to make a trip someday to see them. If you've seen pictures of them, they tower hundreds of feet up in the air, and they'll go for 20, 30, 40 feet before you ever see the first limb. But there's a weakness, in, and they're wide. Their, their base is wide. I've seen them where they have a hollowed-out place. At the base, you can actually drive a car through them. <coughs> but they've got a weakness. They have to stand together. If they don't stay together, one by itself, just the least little breeze can blow it over because their root system is not deep. The first storm that comes through, one redwood by itself will just topple over. It'll fall to the ground. That's why the sycamore tree was important to Zacchaeus. It had to be rooted. It had to be grounded. It had to be able to withstand the storms of life that come by. I like that song, don't you? Scott Ellison up at, up at Round Mountain used to sing it. It's always been battered from the storms of life. I could see waves were rough, but that old ship was sailing. Is that the old ship of Zion? I say, you know what the ship of Zion is? Well, it's that sycamore tree. That's that, that's that church that stands when the storms rage high. How can it make it whenever the winds are so high, whenever the waves are over our head? How 
could that sycamore tree stand? How could the church keep on going? Because of the roots it's deep, it's grounded in the rock. The rock that is Christ. And it'll stand and it'll be here when he comes back on the clouds of glory. It'll be forever. Oh, preacher, our numbers are going down. Oh, preacher, we don't have the people that we once had. I'm here to tell you today, when Jesus comes back, he'll call her and she'll rise to be with her. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Comfort ye one another with these words. All right. But that redwood, you couldn't climb it. It'd be hard to climb. It's so wide, you couldn't get your arms around it to get up it. Even the most experienced climber couldn't do it. But a sycamore tree is peculiar. Have you heard that term? You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people. The sycamore tree, the limbs are low. So even an inexperienced climber like me could get up on the limb. John Satan bothers me because I tell this so much, but I'm going to tell it anyway. One night a long time ago, when I was an eight-year-old boy over at Rankin, this was the strangest pew. And the power of God came by, and Jim people that I'd been to church with all my life shook hands with every Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. When I saw the countenance on their face, it was different. The power of God was on them, the tears were rolling down their face. And you know what I was able to see? I was able to see that I was lost because the, the sycamore tree was lifted me up. That little tree over at Rankin was lifted me up so that I could see that I needed a Savior. I'm here to tell you, if you're lost and undone without the Lord, this little old tree is lifting you up. They're doing their best to show you who Jesus is because you'll need him somewhere along life's way. And, if, and let me tell you exactly where you will need him. When it comes time to die, you don't want to face that on your own. You'll need Jesus. And we want to lift you up so that he'll notice you, so that he'll call your name, so that you'll come down hastily and claim him as your Savior. The limbs are low. So that even an inexperienced climber like myself could get up high enough to see who Jesus is. I was convicted. I was a sinner. And I got saved later on that night at the house. And you may be here and you've been praying for your sinners a long time. Keep supporting them. Keep lifting them up. Keep telling them. And if you can't do it on your own, point them toward the limb that's higher than you. Point them to one more brother that can help you carry your load. Point them to one more sister that you know is good and godly and will tell them they need salvation. Right here's a lady that carried a heavy burden for a long time. 
but the sycamore tree helped her out. Oh, I'm telling you folks, there's nothing God's church can't do if we depend on the Lord and stay together. All right. The limbs are low so that you can get up on there. It don't have thorns. It don't have thistles. But that limb's low and inviting. All it takes, we used to sing a song, reach out and touch the Lord. John, you remember the day you reach out? Yeah, I sure do. You remember the day the tree lifted you up and told you exactly who Jesus was. Oh, its roots are deep, its limbs are low. I like this part. Life ain't never fire, is it? We all have troubles. We all have trials. We all have heartaches. There's storms come in our life. We just don't know if we're going to make it. But the sycamore tree has a great big, it grows out great big and bushy, great big leaves on it. And them leaves will protect the wildlife. They'll protect the birds and the squirrels and the life that's within that tree. The bugs can get under them leaves and stay dry. Aren't you glad for a church that's got refuge? Aren't you glad for the tree that you're a part of that's got refuge, that's got protection from the storm? I've come here just as low as I could be. Didn't think I could go any farther. And one of them leaves just slap wrap its arms around me and say, I love you. I love one of them leaves just, just lay their hand on me and say a little prayer. One of them leaves so shake my hand and say, I'm so glad to see Amen. you. I'd go in low and I'd go in empty and I'd leave full because I was under the protection of the sycamore tree. This book isn't just written to tell you a story. Every line in it is to be spiritually discerned. All right. The tree. This is wood. The tree was wood, ain't it? This is wood. The tree was wood. You know why I can move that bench? Because there's no roots. Because there's no life in it. It's dead. It's varnished. This bench is never going to get any bigger. It's never going to grow. It's done all it's going to do. It's there until the building falls down or caves in or whatever. This table is never going to get any bigger. It's never going to grow. I've seen you all move it for baptizings and plays and things like that. Well, it's no trouble at all to pick up and move because it's dead. It's not going anywhere. It has no life about it whatsoever. But you know what's peculiar about that tree? It's got them roots that reach down and get nourishment and water. It's got, them, it's got them limbs that are low and just laying its arms out for you to climb on to see Jesus. It's got them leaves that's there for protection and they're green and they're there for you year round so that you can be protected and feel warm. Oh, folks. This is dead, but that tree was living. This is a living church. Did you know that? 
It's not twice dead and plucked up by the roots. Oh, I'm telling you, there's, we offer something. I'm proud to say this, Bill Ball. We offer something at Dutch Bottoms. We offer you something special that you can't buy at the Walmart. We offer you something peculiar that nobody else has. We offer you something that will bring you peace and put love in your heart. We offer you something that will make you happy all the time. What is it, preacher, that you all offer? We offer salvation. And I'm glad to be part of a church that still offers it in 2019. If you're not at peace in your heart, if you don't have love, if every day is miserable, try Jesus. I want you to see who he is. He's special. He's different. And he makes a difference. Now let me get through this and we'll be done and we'll go eat. Jesus passed by. Now I know all things are possible with him. I know that. But you got to remember, Jesus was human, wasn't he? He was born of a virgin, mother. Born of Mary. He was man and he was God. Had the tree not been lifted, Zacchaeus said, would the Lord have called him out? Had the tree not been doing its part and lifting up Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus would have been just one more of the press, wouldn't he? Just one more in the crowd. But Jesus passed by the tree. Aren't you glad he passes by? Aren't you glad, Dutch Bottoms, that Jesus passes by every once in a while? Aren't you glad you're part of a church where Jesus passes by, where His Spirit can be felt, where you're welcome to worship how you want to, where, where you can praise the Lord and be glad that He's the centerpiece of your life. I'm telling you today, we need to lift up His name every day and praise Him for His mercy and His grace on sinners like you and I. Jesus passed by the tree and he called Zacchaeus by name. If you'll make your way to the tree and you'll listen, he'll call your name. He'll call your name. There was no mistake the night I got saved, he was calling my name. He'll call your name. What did he say? Zacchaeus, make haste. I'm going to tell you something. You don't accidentally get saved. You don't trip over it and fall into it. You don't get it because mom and daddy had it. You don't inherit it when they die. But Jesus said you must be born again. When, Jesus, when he calls your name, you'll have to answer. What did Zacchaeus do? What's his behavior? He said he made haste and came down 
Jesus said today, what do you have to do? Was he going to just go visit him? No. That's not what the Bible says. You may think it odd. You may think it peculiar because we have this sign in our church that says King James Version only. The King James Version says, Today I must abide. What's the, what does abide mean? Stay. Stay. Now we know that Jesus went other places after this story. But you know who stayed? It was Zacchaeus. Jesus did. Amen. He used to sing this song into my heart whenever I was a little bitty boy standing around the piano at Rankin with Pat Cody. Into my heart. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come in today. Come in to stay. Come into my heart. Is he in there? Have you made haste? Have you made an effort? Do you know? There's a quartet that sings this song. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. He's more than just a story. He is the King of glory. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. Do you know who he is? Have you seen who he is? Have you seen him? Have you felt him? Has he touched you? Preacher, that's just a character in a book. No, I've talked to him. He talked back to me, John. I felt him when I was so low. I felt like I just couldn't go on. He just wrapped his arms around me and said, I've got you. Amen. I've heard him whisper, Gene, when I was in trouble. Low and didn't know where to go, what to do. I've heard him whisper, sweet peace to me. Oh, he's not just a character in a book. He lives. He lives within my heart. I'm here to tell you today, you need to see who he is. You need to know him personally. It's not enough to have heard of him. I heard of Michael Jackson, but I've never met him. And, and if I'd ever, I know he's passed on, but if I ever did, he probably wouldn't know who I was. I've heard of Elvis. I've heard his music, but if I met him, he wouldn't know who I was. I've heard of George W. Bush. I've heard of Donald Trump. But if I met them, they wouldn't know who I was. But I became acquainted with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I know Jesus, yeah. and he knows me, Amen. and he'll call me yeah. by name one day. Do you know who he is? Have you met him? I've taught for 31 years. A little lady sitting back here I worked with not long ago. This lady right here, believe it or not, I worked with her a few years ago. They'd probably never imagine they'd hear me raise my voice. Holler, sweat, cry. I'm doing that because this is important. I'm doing that because you need to see who Jesus is. You need to know him. This is not a plaything. It's not something to pass off. It's not something to pretend that you don't need. You desperately need to know who Jesus is. Yeah. Amen. Let me tell you, let me do, say this and then I'll be done. Jesus 
called Zacchaeus his name. Zacchaeus came down out of the tree. When you see exactly who Jesus is, it will change you. It'll make a difference. You know Legion, the man that had all them devils inside of him, ran naked in the tombs, hurt himself with lances, cut himself. We got people, preacher, that's just a story. We got people every day in this world that they hurt themselves. If they're having a good day, they'll do something other than make it worse. They'll take a pill, they'll cut themselves, you name it. Human nature's not changed. Since the day Jesus walked this earth, we have people that are the exact same way. But when they saw Legion with Jesus, they found him clothed, sitting at Jesus' feet, and in his right mind, they couldn't believe the difference. Zacchaeus came down out of the tree, and he said, Behold, half of my goods I give to the poor. If I've taken anything from any man falsely, a false accusation, I'll restore unto him fourfold. When Jesus, now let me preach you some missionary Baptist doctrine. How's that? One of the 18 articles of faith says we believe there is a radical and essential difference between the righteous and the wicked. Well, I know what you Baptists believe. You believe that you can just make a trip to the altar and that's all you got to do. No, we don't believe that. We believe when you see who Jesus is, it'll change you. It'll make a difference in your life. Paul said, the things I once hated, I now loved, and the things I once loved, I now hate. Mm -hmm. Whenever you see who Jesus is, it changes you on the inside. It may, I like that old song, don't you, Jim? It makes me love everybody. Tis the old, it was good for Paul and Silas. It will save. It was good for our mothers and fathers. And it's good enough for me. Amen. I'm here to tell you today, when you see who Jesus is, It'll make a difference in your life. It'll change you. If you can go and you can do the things you used to do and there's no difference, you never have actually seen it. Amen. You're still blind. Amen. You need to open your eyes. You need to see him. And I know Satan shows us the worst of life. Every day, he shows us how people hate one another, how people kill, steal, cheat, and rob. But open your eyes. You need to see who Jesus is. When somebody's there, your car ever break down? Maybe somebody you didn't even know pulled up and said, hey, let me help you. That's him. Does the Bible not say that we've entertained angels unaware? Whenever you're low and somebody comes by and says, hey, I love you, I'm praying for you, that's him. Folks, it's not as bad as we think it is. He walks among us. He is there. And he will provide our every need. I would that you would see who Jesus is. Well, I'll do it another day. Today is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. I've heard preachers preach this. I've heard that he's only obligated to give you one change. I'm going to tell you something. 
As long as there's air in your lungs and your heart's beating, there's a chance for salvation. Now, I want you to know, if he's knocking at your heart today, yeah, you might get another chance, but why wait? Why don't you come right now? Why don't you call on him today? You don't know what you're missing. You don't know what you're missing out on. Used to sing a song, Jesus keeps me happy. Keeps me singing all the time. Folks, if you don't know who he is, if you've not seen him, let me recommend him. There's been times when I was so low I didn't know what to do. I've relayed some of those to you here at Dutch Bottoms. Grandpa lived right down here. He passed away when I was 12, and I just, my heart was broke. I went up out of that barn up on the hill above their house. Just me. My knees hit the slate rock. And I said, Lord, if you don't help me, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> and then just the biggest wave of peace passed right over me. And a boy that marched up that hill brokenhearted went down with peace in his heart because I'd seen Jesus. <clears throat> Richard, there wasn't nobody up there but you at that barn. He was with me. Amen. He spoke to me. He wrapped his arms around me. You need to see Jesus who he is. If you think you've got friends now, come meet Jesus. If you think life is good now, just wait. It can be better when you know Jesus. Oh, do you know who he is? Have you seen him? In this day and age, Satan tries his best to cloak anything <clears throat> Here he is. Lo, I come in the volume of the book. Here he is on the inside. When men will put the flesh aside and lift up the name of the Lord, you can see him. I'm telling you, he loves you today. I wish that you would see who he is.